This is Bigger Pockets Daily, where I read evergreen articles on real estate investing so you can still learn while you're on the go. If you just found the show on this Wednesday, welcome. And please tap the subscribe button so you'll get these automatically delivered to you every day, including weekends. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. Meet RentApp, the seamless, secure, free way to collect rent. Built by a team of fintech veterans behind Square and Cash App, RentApp uses ACH bank transfers to deposit funds directly into your account. You don't even need to download anything. RentApp setup is straightforward for renters, and there are no apps for landlords to download. Both get peace of mind with a digital transaction history. That means no more lost checks, managing a dozen different payment apps, or even wondering whether payment was sent. Landlords say RentApp is the most convenient way to collect rent, and we think you'll agree. RentApp, the free and easy way to collect rent. Learn more at rent.app landlord. That's rent.app slash landlord. Managing your finances used to be a pain. It was either useless apps or overcomplicated spreadsheets. Ugh. But now, with Monarch Money, managing your money is easier than ever. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com bigger. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it easy to set up, customize, and use. You can even collaborate with your partner, family, or financial advisor at no extra cost to get a joint view of all your finances. Customize your dashboard, notifications, and budgets with a tap. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show right here will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com bigger. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y.com bigger for your extended 30-day free trial. Three real estate myths that can turn potential profits into huge loss by Larry Alton. Real estate myths are abundant on the internet. It's important to discern the facts from clickbait and content written by people trying to establish themselves as experts in an area they're unfamiliar with. Some articles legitimately debunk real estate myths. The biggest obstacle is misleading titles that claim to debunk myths, but actually perpetuate them. Incorrect information usually comes from one-sided reporting by people sharing a personal experience with a given situation. Unfortunately, following bad advice can plunge you into a downward spiral, depleting every ounce of financial security you have. One major financial mistake can drain your savings, force you to live on credit cards, and cause debt that will affect your ability to continue investing. Hopefully, You've got a bigger savings account than 69% of Americans who have a stash of cash under $1,000, or the 34% who don't have any savings at all. If you don't have enough savings to cover a large loss, it's especially important to discern fact from fiction and to learn from experienced investors. Relying on the following myths as absolutes can quickly turn your profits into a loss. Three real estate myths that can turn potential profits into huge loss. Myth number one. Listing above market value will always give you more profit. At first glance, it seems like good advice to list above market value. Real estate agents know prices are negotiable, 
and it seems advantageous to negotiate from a higher starting point. Every investor wants their property to be one that sells above asking price, and starting higher seems like a good strategy to make that happen. For instance, an inexperienced investor might list and sell a property for $200,000 above market value and write an article piece urging other investors to list above market price. An experienced investor knows listing above market value is a strategy to be used in specific circumstances only. A new investor doesn't have enough buying and selling experience to differentiate what those circumstances are. Listing above market value can work in cities like Seattle, San Francisco, and the Silicon Valley, where homes routinely sell for more than asking price. In 2013, 67% of homes in San Francisco sold for $41,000 above the listed price. In 2017, a quarter of all U.S. homes sold for 3.1% above listing price. In 2014, two Palo Alto homes sold for over a million dollars, regardless of being in total disrepair. Despite one of those Palo Alto homes being steps away from noisy cow train tracks, it's a few blocks from a lively downtown area. Also, when parking is scarce, homes with garages sell for more. It's all about location and apparently parking. Attempting to list above market value outside of high-demand cities or circumstances can get your listing ignored. You can reduce the price when you don't get any bites, but according to Neela Richardson, formerly the chief economist for the brokerage Redfin and currently a principal investment strategist at Edward Jones, if your home stays on the market for more than a few weeks, buyers will become suspicious. Myth number two, you'll get a better deal as a buyer without a real estate agent. When a house is listed with a real estate agent, the entire sales commission is included in the price. When a buyer doesn't have an agent, the seller's agent receives the entire commission. In other words, a percentage of the sale price is designated as a sales commission. You don't get a discount when you buy without an agent. Myth number three, a small profit on a bad deal isn't a big problem. A small profit can become a big loss when you were counting on the deal going through for much more. It takes time, effort, and money to salvage a deal gone wrong. This is a lesson Dave Schur is all too familiar with. As the principal and co-founder at a top-ranked commercial real estate investment firm, Schur knows his game. Like anyone, though, he isn't immune to a bad deal. His firm entered into a JV deal that looked great on paper, but turned out to be the company's smallest profit in 11 years. Schurer's firm bought a student housing complex for $14.4 million, but their partner failed to reveal that leasing was down, and he hired his own companies to work on the property without telling anyone. After investing time and money into maintenance, capital improvements, marketing, and leasing out extra space, they eventually sold the property after owning it a little over a year. Their efforts to revive the situation strained their resources, and their JV partner became a hindrance to their attempts to revive the situation. Scrutinize all advice. Take all advice with a grain of salt. Look for the context people may not be sharing. Know the circumstances that make your situation similar or different from the success stories you read about. Property investment advice rarely applies to every situation all the time. You made it through another episode of Bigger Pockets Daily. Did you learn something new? 
If you still have questions about this subject, jump onto the forums at biggerpockets.com forum. It's like being at a 24-7 networking event without the business cards and awkward small talk. Otherwise, you know the drill. We'll have another episode waiting for you in the morning.